North Main Street in Jonesville, South Carolina. They offer a hand car wash, vacuum, and clean interior. Coming soon, you'll be also be able to do a full detail. While you wait on your vehicle, customer seating is available as well as a dining area. They're open Tuesday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to 5 a.m. So make sure you stop by and visit our family here in Jonesville, South Carolina. Today's episode is also sponsored by Ben Hall, Big Ben's Desserts in Spartanburg, South Carolina as well. Today, this is our third interview here in Jacksonville, Florida um, on the self, Cross the Line Podcast Self-Investment Tour. Today, we have two very special guests with us again. We have uh, entrepreneur Chef Simone Bridges of the Goddess Food Factory along with her mother, Miss Erica Bridges. How are you ladies doing? We're doing fine. Thank I'm you. good. <laughs> That's good. Thank you ladies for taking the time to sit with us. I know you have a busy schedule and mom... I just want to let you know you've been doing a great job. Thank you, you. You're making sure everything is on point. I can tell. Like, thank make you. sure the cameras, the light, and everything is set up. So I definitely think you're doing a, a wonderful job. And thank you again, ladies, for having us here. Absolutely. So, so starting out, Miss Simone, how did you um, get into baking? Well, I started baking because my granny taught me how to bake ever since I was three years old. She will always teach me how to bake, like, all of it good sweets like cupcakes brownies cobblers pies cookies Mm -hmm. and at first she didn't want me to help her because i was only three years old like there's so many bad things that come out of that but you know god had my back and i ended up having lots of fun and she taught me how to measure the ingredients taste the ingredients to see if it's too bitter or too sweet Mm -hmm. well the batter at the end Mm -hmm. and then she even taught me how to mix it and so you know baby steps ended up coming into like bigger steps and then when i turned five i got my first easy bake oven and i kept practicing and then you know i ended up creating a love for baking Mm -hmm. and i just kept practicing and then i started baking by myself Alone, that's an awesome journey, and I love the name of your business, the Goddess Food Factory. How how did you come up with that name? Well, in the beginning, we had Angel Food Factory, right. but then that one was taken, <laughs> and we were trying to figure out like what name we could use mm-hmm. to make it better and describe me still. And so I was like, you know what? We were just thinking. I was like, you know. Goddess sounds good. Goddess Food Factory. And it actually took us a while to, like, get used to it. Me, I figured that it was really good, really good, but she was, at first she was hesitant about the name, and she keeps saying that she knew that Goddess Factory was good. Like, no, she was hesitant about the name first. And then, after a while, then she was like, oh, yeah, I like this a lot. So we just stuck with it. I I love the name. It's a a wonderful name for the business. Um, Mom, I'll let you chime on this um, question as well. Um, when for both of you, when did you know this could be a very successful business mom and when did you know it was time for to really push her in that direction well um as an event planner i um with her space we allowed for her to ha- host parties as well mm-hmm. and so we she started having the um cooking parties and the baking parties so she would teach other kids how to bake once the classes start picking up and then, um, and then once different people ask her to come speak to other youth, the business, um, and then other um, streams of the business start to develop. Mm-hmm. And we really knew once we got the big call, you know, from Steve Harvey, right. and I was like, oh, wait a second. <laughs> we, we are really on to something here. And so that's how, you know, I was like, okay, we're on a, another level right. at this point. And talk a little bit about that. Like you said, you got that call from Steve Harvey. Was it unexpected? Talk about that moment when you got that call a little bit. It was, 
it was really crazy because honestly, when uh, we called and it was like, hi, uh, we're calling for Simone Bridges. And I was like, this is the manager of Simone Bridges. Um, I help you. So they was like, where she introduced herself and then she says, are you familiar with Steve? So in my head, she didn't say Steve Harvey. So she said Steve. So I was like, no, I'm not familiar with Steve. <laughs> and so she said, well, let me tell you a little bit about him. Uh, so she started saying he's the host of uh, Family Feud. He has he, he did Little Bit Shots and he has to show Steve Harvey. And now it's going to a new um, syndicated program. And it's going to be on um, it's going to be called Steve. And I said, oh, I know who yeah, Steve yeah. Harvey yeah. is. Right. So, <laughs> and um, by day, I'm also an educator. So, uh, but I teach teachers how to teach reading. So I'm a reading coach. Okay. So I walked out the classroom, but the teacher was in the classroom with the kids, but I wasn't there to support her. So I walked out of the classroom and I was like, okay, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, and um, she just started saying, you know, that they were, was, very interested in Simone. They wanted her on the show. And I was like, oh, of course. So it went really, really fast. It went really fast. They called us, I believe, on a, um, it was that Friday. That Monday, they sent the email with all the things that they needed. But I, the email that they sent to, um, that they sent the information to, I guess at the time was an email that was still on her uh, social media page. And we hadn't changed it to the info at Goddess Food Factory dot com email mm -hmm. so they sent it to the other email and i really don't check that one the other one that we had up every day it was just a gmail email right. and um so when i checked it on tuesday on my way to work i was like oh man so and of course i pulled over um and i pulled over no i checked on the way once i got to work and then um i remember going and looking and i was like okay let me email them back and say hey if we if there's still an opportunity we're interested and then from there, I emailed them back that um, Tuesday evening, they wanted to speak with her. So they did a Skype and it went super fast. And uh, we flew out Wednesday. Wow. It went that fast. Yeah. It, it, was, it, was, it was very hectic. Like yeah, a lot it, of things it went on. just that fast. They flew out. We uh, flew out that Wednesday. And then that Thursday, they filmed it. And, you know, it, was, it, it, it aired that. Um, that Monday. That was a quick turn. Yeah, it was. It was. It was real quick. It was mind blowing. It. It was. It was crazy. Mm -hmm. It was a crazy. It was a very good experience though. But it was like, wait, what? It was right. so quick that I didn't really believe it. Mm -hmm. I didn't believe until we got the flight confirmation, hotel confirmation, and, and all of that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. Simone, yeah. how how was it for you? Were you nervous? You know, Steve Harvey is a, a legend in our community. Somebody very yes. that we hold in, in high regards. How was that for you? Well, in the beginning, I was very, very nervous because I'm like, okay, I'm about to meet Steve Harvey. So right. I was so nervous in the beginning. But then, like, I remember me in the back, I was trying to, like, calm myself down. And then when I got out there, you know, I was like, you know what? Let me just be Simone. So I went out there, and I still rewatch the video to this day, and people still talk about it. And it's just like, why did I do that? But I went out there, and I was dancing, and I started dabbing, and I was like, oh my gosh, I was being Simone a little too much. But <laughs> it was so funny, and everything turned out really good. And he just made me comfortable, and so it was good. It was, yeah. good. It was great, great experience, something a lifetime op opportunity. Do, yeah. you, do you feel any pressure now, like, to kind of, like, live up to those expectations, like you said? Because 
it almost felt like it happened so quickly. Mm-hmm. But do you feel any type of pressure now trying to like maintain that and like perform like in the national spotlight? Um, well, not really. It's just, it comes naturally now to the point where it's like everything that I do is just kind of like out of love. And so Mm -hmm. it never really is pressure because if it was something that I didn't want to do, then I could have easily stopped. But Mm -hmm. it's like, I keep going because I like doing what I do. Mm -hmm. Did, did it feel like in, I know a lot of times when we look at things on TV, we like, man, this just seemed like it came out of nowhere, like an overnight success. But it's always, somebody always has a journey to get to where they mm-hmm. are. But did, did it feel like an over, overnight success for you too? Overnight? Oh, no. <laughs> it took some time to get to where I am. But, I mean, it felt like there were lots of, like, blessings that came in the in the mm-hmm. midst of the way. So, which allowed me to be to where I am so early because, you know, sometimes it takes people 5, 10, 15 years to get to where I am. But a lot of blessings came in the midst of the way and helped me and pushed me a little bit more forward. Mm-hmm. But it still took some time. <laughs> what um it did it, uh, do you, did you come from, I know your mom said she teaches and, and now you're baking and your, you say your grandmother taught you how to bake, but Overall, did you come? Did you guys come from a family of entrepreneurs, or or this is kind of like new in a sense with with you baking? I don't know about a family of entrepreneurs. I've just me and my mom are the only entrepreneurs that I know in my family. Your dad had his own business too. Oh, with trucking. Yeah, like (laughs) trucking. Yeah. My dad drives. And then your your grandmother, she baked cakes. My mom, but she um, was like she she baked cakes, but she was like uh like a house business. Like she's still entrepreneur. It's still entrepreneur. There is a lot of entrepreneurs that start from home. Mm -hmm. Actually, um, gentlemen, we had when I very started very. At the very beginning, of inter- um, doing my interviews a couple of years ago, Ben Hall, he 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 bakes a lot too. Big Ben's desserts, and um, he actually um, he started from home. It was like we we shot that interview at his home, and maybe like four or five months later, he ended up having a storefront, which he still has today. But he was like when he started, he just left his job. He didn't know. Mm-hmm. He said he had about eight hundred dollars in his pocket, but he just believed in his what he was doing. And from there, he just kept progressing. So definitely, a lot of entrepreneurs start from home, which is sometimes, especially yeah, times a lot today. of successful entrepreneurs who started from home and still are home, but especially in your field in the baking mm-hmm. world, mm-hmm. there's a lot of um, home bakers who do a lot of excellent work, who are doing um, so many awesome and great things, and they run their business fully out of their, you know, mm-hmm. out of their home front. So, um, and then, but the answer to your question, yes, my mom. um, That's what I was just about to clarify. mm -hmm. Like, in my family, I know that it's my mom, my dad, and my granny, and then me. That's what inspired me to start my own business Mm -hmm. because of them. But I don't really know outside of them. I don't really know anybody else. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, and with um, Goddess Food Factory, I saw that you also do, like, speaking engagement. What other Mm -hmm. type of um, services do you provide as well? Um, outside of Goddess Food Factory, mm-hmm. Goddess Food Factory was also a lot of service. So, like, mm-hmm. outside of baking or just outside of oh, Goddess Food Factory? Oh, in general, everything I that think you it's have. me outside of baking. Baking. Within your business. So, um, I also do, I see, like, I'm a motivational speaker. So, I will talk to, like, go to a lot of schools and talk to kids about the importance of stream mm-hmm. education, which is science, technology, reading, engineering, arts, and mathematics. Mm-hmm. 
and that actually moves me to my nonprofit as well, Simone Bridges Inspires Inc., which I do a lot of giving back to the community with my nonprofit organization. And so we actually hosted a stream Chelly event, and that was so amazing. Mm-hmm. We got over 100 kids sponsored to attend the event for free. That's and awesome. they got lots of, like, back-to-school products. They got backpacks, Jostream backpacks, pencils, pens, markers, glue sticks, <laughs> glue bottles, rulers, composition books, notebooks. They got a whole bunch of stuff mm-hmm. at the event. And they got to visit the stream stations, and they even got to see performances from dancers, artists, rappers, singers, all that good stuff. So and it for was... those of you who don't know what Streamchella is, Streamchella is like Coachella, but it also has um, stations for science, technology, reading, engineering, arts, and mathematics. So that's what Stream stands for. It's like STEM, STEAM, Stream. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. but it was like, like she said, lots of performances, rappers, dancers, everything, characters. We had lots of characters oh, yeah. from uh, astronauts to Cookie Monster to Elmo. Minnie Mouse, Mouse, Mickey Mouse, Mouse, everything. But the kids really had a good time. And it was um, one of the biggest educational fun event here in Jacksonville, Florida. And all the kids, like Simone said, attended for free. But it was a uh, community-sponsored event. Mm. Um, Of course, it was held by Simone Bridges Inspires, Inc. But we we brought in um, the electrical company here, which is JEA. Web.com gave a huge donation, uh, $500. Um, Hood event, Hood Estates, it was just, we love them. They're, they're one of our business partners. They gave a, big don- a huge donation. Um, Blended Designs, there are so many companies that are right here in Jacksonville who really gave a lot. Even the um, company here, Chartwells, that sponsored the food for all of the um, elementary schools and high schools here, they donated food. Uh, for all the participants, mm-hmm. as well as um, when the bars downtown donated food as well, so it was it was hugely awesome. sponsored. Yeah, a really great event. How does that make you feel, Simone? Knowing mm-hmm. that you know a lot of kids your age, um, you're in a very fortunate position. A lot of kids your age, they're not able to create these opportunities for for other younger kids. How does that make you feel, knowing that you're creating these life um, changing experience for kids at such an early age? Well, it makes me feel really happy because I always wanted to be able, because I see like a lot of kids, me, I used, I would go to, my elementary was Biltmore Elementary, and that was a D school, mm-hmm. D school, mm-hmm. and a lot of the kids didn't have like big opportunities like that, so I was like, you know what, I wish that I could be able to do something for them so that they can be able to experience a really, really fun experience, so I was like, my nonprofit organization would be the best way to do that, mm-hmm. and I know I have a lot of connections with a lot of people who have big businesses that love to donate to good deeds like that, so I was like, you know, this stream cello will definitely be the best way to give back to the community and be able to help a lot more people and have a lot more kids Mm -hmm. be able to experience like good times and learn at the same time Mm -hmm. so I felt like this stream channel was just the best way to do that and it made me really really happy to see how the whole entire community came together Mm -hmm. to make it happen is it hard for you with so much on your plate Do do you at times do you think it's, do you feel like sometimes it's kind of hard to like just be a kid because you're like a very successful entrepreneur, you're in the spotlight and you're doing a lot of interviews. Like I know your mom would say you got another one um, shortly. Is it hard, you know, sometimes for you being just to try to just like just to be a kid with so much on your plate? Well, um, 
no, not really, because we have a calendar that organizes every single thing that we do. So make sure, but we make sure nothing runs into each other. And I also have time to hang out with my friends. Mm-hmm. And plus, if I if I have no excuse actually, because I could hang out with my friend anytime because I have a neighbor that's right there, literally <laughs> two houses down, and it's Desiree, Destiny, Steve, and Tiana. There's substances that comes over sometimes, so I get to hang out with them like all the time. So. I have plenty of time to be a kid. Plus, it's like lots of kids in our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So, we just, if I wanted to hang out with them, just easily ask my mom, can I go hang out with them? Go outside sometimes, play mm-hmm. football sometimes, just play at the playground and, and just hang out. And it's funny that he asked that because that question gets asked a lot. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Um, do she have time to, do, to be a kid? But Simone's captain of her cheerleading team at her school. Yeah. She runs track. What's up? What's up? Yeah. She so she is in a lot of activities, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. with the addition, you know, with the addition of her business, um, her regular business, Goddess Food Factory, and, and then her charitable business, with, uh, well, her charity nonprofit with um, Simone Bridges Inspires mm-hmm. Inc. But she get a lot of time to interact with kids because she's always doing either um, activities with kids or baking with kids or um, hanging with her friends. So mm-hmm. she get. A lot of time to interact with kids. Right now, okay, so this is, I'm in ninth grade now, so this is my first year, so I'm a freshman. And this year, I told myself that I wasn't going to do any, like, activities at school because I wanted to focus more on my business because Mm -hmm. I am, I'm turned, I just turned 15, Mm -hmm. I am getting older, so I have to basically set myself up for what's going to happen in my future. It's not going to be me doing track, me doing cheer, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. I'm going to be focusing on my business. So I tried to, for my high school, I figured that I could focus more on my business and get more serious. And on my senior year, though, she doesn't know this yet, but on my senior year, I figured yeah. that I really Breaking wanted, <laughs> yeah, I really wanted to do cheer for my last year because I want to, you know, when you take your senior pictures, you want mm-hmm. to have that memory yeah. so you can remember. Hey, I was, I did cheer, remember, and I did track. Yes, I did all that good stuff. So like, I can have it just as memories. Yeah. So I figured my senior year I could get back into doing all that stuff, but then that would be like my last year just for the memories. I'm glad we got some breaking news right here. <laughs> <laughs> but Ma, let me, I, I'm sorry to call you Ma, uh, Miss Erica. Um, what, what do you try to do to make sure she doesn't go overboard and burn out? What do you try to make sure? One of the biggest things is our calendar system. Uh, with our calendar system, um, she's allowed to pin anything on the calendar. And then, of course, I pin things um, on the calendar. And so let's say um, Halloween just passed, you know, and so she pinned that she wanted to go to, uh, what's it called, fifth, 13th floor? 13th, 13th floor. It's a haunted house, big, huge haunted house. But, but she will pin things on the calendar that she wants to do. And then I work around those things, and then I pin other things that come up. So when she has something, we look at the calendar, and then it goes from there. If, um, if there's something in the interview to come up, I always say, okay, well, she's not available at this time, but here are some options. And then that way, if they still want to do them, and then, you know, we just work around her calendar that way. Yeah. yeah so mm-hmm. Before we progress with this interview, allow me to take one more break to um, say this interview is also sponsored by Charlene's Home Cooking on 1136 East Blackstock Road. Charlene's Home Cooking is a is a family restaurant that cooks like grandma. You can do a meat with two sides, a meat with three sides, or a veggie plate. Cakes, pies, and cobbler are also available for dessert. She would love for you to visit, so make sure you stop by Monday, Wednesday, and third Monday, Thursday, and Friday from eleven to six, and Saturday and Sunday from eleven to seven. So thank you, Miss Charlene, for being a sponsor of the Cross the Line Podcast once again. And now, before Ms. we continue, okay. make sure y'all check out Miss Charlene Home Cooking 
We're chefs in this balance, so check out <laughs> Charlie's home cooking. Man, she, if you guys, I know you say you, you haven't really had many things in our, in South Carolina at all, but if you ever get a chance, please, she's a very special woman. It's like mm-hmm. she, she was one of the first people when I started this thing out, and she just believed in me, and she welcomed me with her open arms. She, anything that we needed, she was there. Um, and the food is amazing, too. Like, she... Definitely cooks like grandma with everything, and, okay. and her her story was amazing. She and this it was like, I, I tell people that it was definitely a gift from God because she told us she doesn't even have a sense of taste or smell, mm-hmm. but she just knows how her, her how good her cooking is. Mm-hmm. And her grandmother, she said, made them cook everything from scratch. You couldn't write anything right. down. If you got mm-hmm. one ingredient wrong, you just had to start all over from hey. scratch. Grandmas, that's a a lot of people learn from their grandmas. You know, it's very fortunate to have to have grandparents that you can um, that pass down life lessons, uh, long you know lifelong lessons with the cooking. So you know, Mm -hmm. shout out to grandmas. That is definitely a blessing. I tell anybody if you if your grandparents are still around, please cherish them because they are some very special people. And those things that you learn from is like so much wisdom Mm -hmm. and everything. So definitely so. Shout out to Grandma. Absolutely. (laughs) Grandma's doing it big. Mm -hmm. Um, Miss Erica, um, for this uh, next question I want to ask you, well, Miss Simone also, like, how much time do you spend baking, actually? You want to answer first or you want me to answer either, either How much time do I spend baking? Well, well, Zero. Simone, <laughs> right. Simone. Answer first. <laughs> Zero. I don't spend it. I don't bake. Uh, so she didn't learn baking from me. She learned Miss baking grandma. from her grandma. Okay. Yes, I don't bake. Um, I this sound bad, but I promise you guys, I do so much more for the uh, family. Um, I haven't co- I cooked last night, but oh, before last night, I hadn't cooked in how long? In like a good six, seven years. And she tried, uh, and we were long? talking to, yeah. we were let talking, them cook. Yeah. We were talking mm. to, to um, one of her clients yesterday, and then she was like, no, that's not true. I cooked about like two or three years ago. And you know what she called cooking? Making spaghetti, getting some pasta, putting in some water, and then getting the store-bought spaghetti sauce and mixing it inside of the spaghetti. And she called that cooking. Oh, man. Like, uh-uh, you're not going to trick <laughs> her like that. No, you haven't cooked in like six to seven years. But I cooked last night. But did, cooked it, last night. did it taste good? Yes, it did. Okay. I, it's not everything. <laughs> it was so good. So, she can cook, but baking... No, no. So you just let her test the food out when you when you finish trying yes. something. The, yes, she is my number one well, taste number tester. One. Number and one. I, and <laughs> I trust me, I, I I can just already tell that she when we were getting everything set up, she's definitely gonna make sure you. you mm-hmm. got it. Yeah. I'm gonna say when it's good. I'm gonna say when it's bad. <laughs> Do you watch mm-hmm. other people um bake? Like, just kind of just trying to study the graph, mm-hmm. like just testing different things out. Of course you. Google and YouTube has everything on it. Mm-hmm. Um, anything you need, some of the most simple stuff, or some of the most like changing changing the battery in the car, whatever you need. Um, everything is on Google and YouTube. But do you try to like study your craft and watch other people bake? Of course, all the time. You have to. You have to. You always have to look at other people's work just to you know kind of criticize your work, do a constructive criticism on your work just to say, how could I make mine better? Mm-hmm. How could I make this design better? How could I think outside of the box with, with this certain treat? So you always look at other people's ideas and then you may change it up a bit. Sometimes you may not. And then you kind of 
build from that and make it into your own mm-hmm. or just use some of their flavors. You know, they say that such and such flavors may go together. You say, hey, let me try that out. Let me try to use those flavors and put it into a pie or put it into a t- cake or put it into a brownie. Like you never know. So you mm-hmm. always want to study other people's work and just kind of, you know, look at it and see how you could make yours better. Or, like me, I always go and see different things from my granny. My granny learns stuff all the time. So mm-hmm. most of my stuff, I get it from my granny. <laughs> get it from, yep, that's a, that's a great thing. You got your business from your mama, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's the biggest thing that you try to preach to kids? Like when you um, interact with them, whether it's from a baking standpoint or whatever it is that they want to do in life, what's the biggest thing that you try to um, advice you try to give those kids? The biggest advice that I would give any kid or any person that's just aspiring to be a chef or aspiring to be an entrepreneur or aspiring to just go after their goals, always say the dream, the I'm possible dream, Mm -hmm. and never give up. So you want to dream that you can do anything, you can accomplish anything, any be anybody, and just go after your dreams and never give up. Don't let anybody stop you. Don't let anybody hold you back. Don't let anybody tell you that you should do something else. Mm-hmm. Go after your dreams. Dream the impossible. Dream the impossible dream and never give up. Absolutely, that's wonderful advice. How how do kids react to you? You know, seeing you on Steve Harvey and all over the TV and everything, <laughs> doing a lot of interviews. Do they look at you like a celebrity? How do they look at you? A lot of the times, my friends will <laughs> call me. Oh. <laughs> a lot of the times, my friends will call me and they'll be like, hey, celebrity. Hey, mm. celebrity. What you doing, celebrity? All the time. And I'm just like, uh, hey. Like, they do it all the time. And it's like, it's, it's kind of it's different. Because I'm so used to just being Simone, but now I'm stepping out into this box of being like a a celebrity. And then, you know, you just continue to grow and grow and grow. And it's like, I'm getting used to it. I'm still getting used to it. But, I mean, to me, I'm just just always going to be Simone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm just always going to be Simone. What what do kids... uh... When you tell people that you're an entrepreneur, you know, it's that's very rare for kids your age. Do they do they give you an eye look? What do they say when you tell them, you know, I'm an entrepreneur and I, I bake and I have my own business? Well, a lot of the kids, well, beforehand, before the whole entire pandemic happened and before everything is going how it is, you know, everybody was just like, wow, you own your own business and you're mm-hmm. only, what, 14, 13, well, now I'm 15. Like, before, it was just so shocked that little me could have my own business. And it's like, you, yeah, you don't have to wait until you're older. You can start right now. But they didn't think of it that way. Mm -hmm. But I have inspired a lot of kids in Jacksonville because now everybody, I'm telling you, you you may not know it, but I'm telling you, everybody, as far as I know in my class, and like from 2020, class of 2023 to 2025, I know in between those classes, everybody is owning their own business. I have so many friends out there who are doing designs with um, their pants, making pants, mm-hmm. making shirts, designing onesies, designing purses, designing hair stuff. Do I, um, 
Yeah, other friend cherish. Yeah, her cherish pa- her popping, popping pouches. pouches. Yeah. She has like these little pouches where she has like all different types hair of stuff just yeah and, hair clips, and... lip glosses. Another one of my friends, Talia, she makes lip glosses. Does different flavors in them, scents in them, mm-hmm. all different types of things. So like all these different kids are doing. And I even have a friend, Yanni, who does nails, literally wow. acrylic nails, and mm-hmm. all of that good stuff. Like so many of my friends are entrepreneurs now. But before then, it was just like wow, you're only your own business and it's so great to see that i've inspired a lot of people right. to own their own business as well right and i and i asked that question because back over the summer we had um this one uh miss Jan- the Fennell family they um they have a business Fennell adventures where miss mm-hmm. janae Fennell she takes her children jay's diary and merle around the, the world and they write books about their adventures I love that. and and i would and i asked them how like how how is it at school for you kids when you know when you tell people what you do, and sometimes they say kids will look at them like, what, you write books? And kind of give them like an odd look sometimes. And I told them, honestly, man, it's like, you know what, That's y'all don't have nothing to be ashamed of. It's just something that right. we're not used to. And I was like, I wish when I was your age, like, I was paying attention to, like, entrepreneurship and things like that. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know, sometimes, you know, kids are going to be kids. Some of them are going to just try to tease you and anything. But I always tell them, man, you know, that's a wonderful thing, especially when you're, when you have that exposure to it, mm-hmm. and now look at what you were saying, it's like you you were somebody that they looked at, and now they're doing their own thing as All well right. with, as far as entrepreneurship. So it's just a, a wonderful feeling. And as far as like I, I always I encourage kids, you know, definitely you know, there's nothing wrong with. Mm-hmm. Of course, get your education, but there's nothing wrong with it. Still, and also on the side, like having your own business and right. creating your own opportunity. One of the, and if I can add to that, um, that comes with parenting too. Mm-hmm. Uh, for any of the parents that are out there who um who if two two th- two things if you have a kid who does um have a biz- a business and was fortunate enough for God to give them that gift they have the you have to teach the child the um their your child that that gift is not theirs that gift is for them to share Absolutely. so I taught Simone you know these are your friends if if they're your real friends, you don't want to be the only baller. Like teach your friends how to um, how to become an entrepreneur too, mm-hmm. so that all of you all can share qualities in that uplift each other. Uh, yeah, and Absolutely. uplift each other because you never know. So, um, they may have another uh, aspect of knowledge that she doesn't have, and then mm-hmm. they can share this. And then Simone can say, "Oh, you should do this with your business," and they could go learn something. And say, "Oh, Simone." Um, I was watching something on YouTube or whatever. You should do this for your business. So if you all share that, mm-hmm. you know, and you help the next person, then everybody wins. Absolutely. And then the other thing I was going to say for parents who, ha- um, if your child is interested in anything, and I'm going to look, I don't know which one of these cameras to look, that I'm looking look to, <laughs> but if your child has an interest in something, Help them get resources, and it may, and that resource may not be you, but you know somebody like Trick Daddy say everybody knows somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody. Right. You know <laughs> someone that can help your child. If not, social media is one of the other best places. Put hey, yes. my child is interested in art. How can they become a uh, a paid artist? Put your your child art up. Have them start selling it for ten dollars. Ask family and friends to pay for it, and then say okay, ten dollars for original. Five dollars for prints. Go get color copies. Color copies. Color copies at Office Depot cost ninety nine cent. Your child made a profit of four dollars. 
you know, then take it from there. If you want us to frame it, it's going to be an extra $3. You go get a frame from Dollar Tree. But, you know, and, and help them make more um, more money. And then when they start um, getting more popular and as their craft grows, up the ante. Okay, mm -hmm. maybe $25 or $50 or right. $100. It just depends on their skill level you know you price about the skills of but you can try to, to go a little helper because you know a little higher because people love to support kids so use that as your to your advantage but mm -hmm. make sure that customer service level if the if the skill level is not there give them <laughs> top-notch customer <laughs> service and right. hey they may just keep coming back because they love you and mm -hmm. keep supporting and then you know but keep going so parents i just say support your kids wherever they are mm -hmm. and help them uh, to become entrepreneurs because that's what we need right now our, for our kids to be entrepreneurs and have something that they can be pass down boss. to their kids yeah to be their own boss absolutely and i want to kind of piggyback mm -hmm. off of that what you said miss erica as well as like when you talk about entrepreneurship one of the things I see consistently with entrepreneurs, uh, I remember Ms. Valley, she hit it on the head when we talked to her. Mm -hmm. She said, as an entrepreneur, it's, I had to remember it's not about me. Right. She, you know, she said it's all about sharing her gift with the right. world and, and right. bringing other people up with right. her. And the way she's employing other people and giving them opportunities, she said, always said, you know, it's, it's never about me. She said, I just have to remember that right. along my journey. And she was just a big ball full of energy. Right. And that's something consistently, you know, with entrepreneurship, one of my things, like I always say, I don't want to feel like nobody owes me anything. If right. I do anything for you, just consider it a blessing. You yeah. don't owe me anything. Right. The only thing I would like for you to do is just help somebody else out right. and pull them up along right. the journey. Like, you don't owe me anything. Just just knowing that I was able to help somebody and then they were able right. to pass along their gift and help somebody. I mean, that's that's all I could ever right. even ask for right. along mm -hmm. the journey. Right. Um, just a few more questions and we'll get ready to wrap it up. How has COVID in any way altered um, your business? COVID has hit it hard, but, you know, we've taken that and just we risen up, increased, increased from it. Yeah, we I feel like, no, but we just increased from it. Yeah, that's period. what I'm saying. Like, we started off with, you know, of course, going to people, being in contact with people a lot, but now everything is virtual, and I feel like it's so much better because the time, like, before time would take up a lot of the space, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it would just be rush, 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 but now it's not, you don't have to do that as much. Now it's just, okay, we set up here, we already know our regular <laughs> setup, table, backdrop, <laughs> camera, lights, we ready, <laughs> and it's, uh, it's a lot easier. So now we do virtual classes, mm -hmm. we do podcasts um sometimes we do little calls and what else do we do no the reason why i was saying before about the pivoting mm -hmm. is because we've had time to develop more products oh yeah because you went we went from the typical t-shirt and hats mm -hmm. to like hoodies like graphic style nice style hoodies um to backpacks fanny packs like bedding we have bedding mm -hmm. now yeah. swimwear Beach wear, uh, beach bags. Like we've had an opportunity to really take the business to a, a whole larger scale, level. and then um, the acting. So then oh, yeah. she, she uh, started her acting because we put no, that out there, and, and and hey, it went good. And she just she um, got booked for a ten episode show. So congratulations! Yeah, <laughs> that's big. Yeah, it yeah it, it, that's like really big. So hopefully we get a season two, please. Yeah, season two. We're gonna make it happen. Yeah, but they, you can. I know that they kind of did it because her contract they signed up for three years. So 
It wasn't a one year contract. And then, yeah, I didn't off. tell you this, but um, okay, so basically we have this one person who does like our temperature every single day, and so yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say his name, so I'm gonna just say. <laughs> Mr. Temperature, I guess. Okay. <laughs> so Mr. Temperature told me he was like, I'll see you. I'll see you later. Maybe we'll have a season two. And then he just left me off with that. Like, you can't leave me off right. with that cliffhanger. You gotta tell me, are we having a season two or not? And then I was like, Wait, we're having a season two? And then he just said, I don't know, and just left. Yeah. Like, yeah. man, yeah, you trying to tell me something? But yeah. I mean, like I said, um, COVID stopped in a way. As far as the the cooking class, the um, face to face cooking classes and the parties, because she did parties, you know, mm-hmm. um, so that portion start stopped, but everything else did um, went higher. Your your baking tr- um, treat order mm-hmm. was h- higher because I guess everybody's sitting at home eating, so they were ordering a lot. Oh, so and and I'm coming out with my stream boxes. I was able to put together oh, my stream yep. boxes, which are coming out on Christmas. Well, coming out for Christmas, and I'm really excited about those. My stream yeah. boxes is more of a stream focus, which is science, technology, reading, engineering, arts, and mathematics, whereas my extreme baking boxes have more of a baking fo- focus. Mm-hmm. So the stream boxes, oh, it's just going to be so amazing. I can't yeah. wait. You got a lot of great things yeah. going on. And it's, it's awesome to hear somebody so young mm-hmm. just talking about a lot of these different things. I know it's going to inspire a lot of people. Thank um, you. I know we talked about how it altered the business, but... I want to I want to let both you ladies um, answer this question. What's the biggest lesson you've learned from this pandemic? Hmm. Biggest lesson. Um, you, you go think, first. What are you thinking about yours? <laughs> yeah. What are you thinking about yours? I say mine. My biggest mm-hmm. lesson is to love love your loved ones now. Yes. You know, extra hard um, because we're fortunate we haven't had anyone in our family uh, touched by COVID. But I do yes. know friends. Great grandma. Yeah, but she she was she didn't pass by COVID. She passed by something else. They had COVID in the mm-hmm. in you know around her. But she did she didn't die from COVID. But we didn't have anybody to pass um, in our family from due to COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, A couple so, of people got hit with COVID. Yes, mm-hmm. y- yes, <clears throat> people had COVID, but they didn't pass. So what I would say is just to um, definitely love everybody, give everybody their flowers now. Say you love them, hug them. Um, talk to them as much as you can. Um, I don't have any ill will with anybody, and I know she doesn't. But if for those who out there that do men, men defenses and and just you know, um, just do it. that's the biggest lesson that I've learned. Really, um, for that's the biggest personal one. Mm-hmm. The biggest business one that I learned from COVID: use that time wisely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, use that time wisely <laughs> because and time wise, not COVID. Please don't. T- I'm not talking about COVID, but time wise. That was a blessing. That was a true yes. blessing. Yes. Yes. It gives you time yeah. to like reset and figure out what's more important. And oh yes. And one of those things I want to piggyback off that as well, Miss Erica. Like we were saying, like enjoy your loved ones. Mm-hmm. And then my, I didn't have a family member that passed from COVID, but recently, um, I had just saw it was crazy. Um, I had just saw my uncle. Um, he came. He lives in Texas now, mm-hmm. and uh, he came home to see everybody. And, uh, he came by the house um, on a Wednesday, and I talked to him and told him how the tour was going, mm-hmm. and we were getting ready to go to uh, Atlanta the next day. Mm-hmm. 
And when he shot the interview in Atlanta, saw him Wednesday, shot the interview in Atlanta Thursday, and then next day, you know, Friday, he died. Mm -hmm. Just like that. And, and it wasn't COVID or anything. They they still don't even know what, what happened to him. He mm -hmm. just fell, and they just said he fell, and he just dropped dead. And he was getting ready to, you know, go home, um, fly back to Texas that Saturday or Sunday. Mm -hmm. And um, and it was just weird because he was just, when he came here, it was just, you know, he was just wanting to see everybody and everything. And I remember they, he, they said he talked to my aunt and said, you know, no matter what, mm -hmm. I want to see you before um, I uh, go back home. And right before he did, um, he said he just dropped dead. And um, mm -hmm. and it was just weird how he just making his rounds. He wanted to see, see everybody. everybody. Mm -hmm. And he went and put flowers on my grandmother's grave. Mm. And it was just like, it just felt like something just like divine. It was just a crazy feeling to know. I, but I was just so thankful that I got to see him again before mm -hmm. he left. And that was the um, advice that I was telling you he left on my Facebook page about a year ago. It's about, you know, just putting the work in to accomplish your dreams. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean anything if you you have a vision, but you don't work towards it. And then he finally left. The, the final note was like, dream about it, then be about it. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's just like definitely hit the nail on the head when you said uh, just, you know, spend that time with your family and, and, and don't let petty things get oh, in no, between no, you. No. Because mm -hmm. nothing really is that serious it's not. when you think mm -hmm. about it. So definitely, I would definitely piggyback with that as well and just, you know, enjoy those moments with your family. And most yeah. of the time, if you just smile and give them a hug, it settles it anyway. Right. <laughs> it settles it anyway. Yeah, and I agree with that because mm -hmm. I don't know if you knew, but Mama Tamika, my godmom, her name is Tamika, and I call her Mama Tamika. She actually had COVID as well. Mm -hmm. And so, like. She's a nurse. Yeah, so she she's a nurse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, before then, like, I would check up on her every once in a while, but I say, like, now, like, I check up on her, like, every single mm -hmm. day, and my god family, every single day, my grandma, my grandpa, my goddad, uncles, aunties, mm -hmm. all of them, like, I text them a lot of the time, and I just continue to see how they're doing, so I just mm -hmm. try to keep in touch with everybody, mm -hmm. and then, you know, what she was saying with, actually, this Christmas, that's I'm going to spend my Christmas with them, and then I know she maybe. was... maybe. Maybe <laughs> she doesn't have it anymore. She had it. Okay. She had it. No, I'm not talking about COVID. Mm. Remember the last um, real quick story. Just so one Christmas before, only one Christmas, they wanted to go with their godparents. Both of my my girls. I only have two girls, and it was the worst Christmas ever. So I told them that I don't know about mm. <laughs> allowed them to go somewhere else for Christmas, and, but. Well, then I'm going to be going with them for Thanksgiving, and you should I'm fine with Thanksgiving, I'm going to make my have to squash everything. We got two weeks, but I know about Christmas. You don't want to get on me sad, do you? No, but I wish you would have told me that. Check the calendar. You should have put it on the calendar. You didn't put it on the calendar. She was going for Christmas. Check the calendar. Go ahead, finish. It's and then with for my business, like I was, like, I was saying that I agree with her as well as far as time goes. Um, it has definitely brought us a lot of more opportunities because we are able to do more things because we have a lot more time. Mm -hmm. So it's helped um, us a lot. What would you say is for you is like the best advice that you've received? Mm, the best mm -hmm. advice that I've received. Oh, I from somebody else, it was just it would just be like the normal, just to keep on going after my dreams. Don't let anybody stop me, and you know they just continue to tell me like how much 
it means to them that I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm continuing to inspire other kids because it's opening lots of dreams for kids. Like kids are finally realizing that they don't have to wait to their adults to do what they want to do. They can start right now. And it's a lot of people that I know that looks up to me, like a lot of the little kids who are owning their own business, creating their own books. Like a lot mm-hmm. of kids are creating their own mm-hmm. books for other kids to listen to. Kids are starting their own YouTube channels, doing what they want to do on their YouTube channels that, of course, are kid-friendly. And it's just, they're having fun with it. And so just to see the fact that I'm inspiring a lot of those kids inspires me to keep going. And mm-hmm. that's a lot of times, that's what just people just say, mm-hmm. just keep going because it's opening a lot of kids' dreams. Absolutely. I thought she was going to say what Auntie Liz said about the walking billboard. What? Auntie Liz told you to be a walking billboard for your business. Auntie Liz taught me that? Yeah, I thought that's what you were going to say. No. No. I don't know what she's talking about. A couple more questions and then Mm -hmm. then we'll wrap it up. What Any other future business endeavors that you have? I know you say you were doing the acting and um, the thing with your uh, pack, the stream, your stream thing Mm -hmm. you put out um, next month. What Mm -hmm. other business endeavors do you have in the future? Any goals? Um, besides my stream boxes, we'll always just, you know, make sure that I'm coming out with new products, new things that will be accessible to people who don't live in my city. So anything that I can really just come up with that are able, that are accessible to other people who don't live in my city is technically what I'm trying to work on because a lot of people want me to like travel to them. But it's like my schedule is getting so busy now because I'm growing that I mm-hmm. won't be able to be in every single place I want. So I want to be able to make products to where it can be as if I'm there or be able to find out other ways to do like interviews and stuff like that or like just over the phone type of things to where I can be in multiple places at once. Mm-hmm. And so anything like that would be great. But I'm also coming out with my very first cookbook, which I'm really excited about. So mm-hmm. it'd be as if I'm making my seat, but you will have to make it by following <laughs> <Right>. the instructions. <laughs> so my cookbook, my cookbook is going to be really exciting mm-hmm. when that comes out. Not coming out this year, but as far I'll as definitely get, get one so my yeah, daughters just, they can you know they like the mess and yeah, yeah. it's her third book for her first cookbook okay yes. okay mm-hmm. I definitely have to get one of mm-hmm. those my this will be my final question i'll let, let both of you ladies ask it this is the cross the line podcast self-investment tool so we've been asking all entrepreneurs and everybody that's been coming on what does self-investment mean to you self-investment means to me it's just when you know you're just continuing to put money into yourself and your future goals you know a lot of times people go to stores and buy a lot uh buy lots of jordans and nike and stuff like that and i will admit yes i used to do it all the time go go jordan Mm -hmm. nike crazy (laughs) but now it's like i've done realize that i can have the same exact designs and stuff that they have just put my brand on it so like what you were saying, Auntie Liz said, be oh, my walking billboard. Be a walking billboard of myself. So I'm continuing. I'm like doing the two-on-one. I'm wearing cool fly stuff and promoting myself. Goddess Absolutely. Food Factory. So they yep. look at me and they say, oh, that's her. With the look at what she wears. She fly. Yep. <laughs> and they be like, oh, what is that? Goddess Food Factory. Let me look that up. See, two-on-one. Mm-hmm. You looking fly and you're promoting yourself. Exactly. <laughs> well, for investing... Um, Investing in yourself for me is uh, knowledge is power. You know, just I um, do a lot of 
webinar, well, go on a lot of webinars. I um, attend a lot of mastermind groups and learn from other people because I, there's always other people that's smarter than you and those are the ones, you know, you want to um, listen to anyway. So I am always saying, how can I grow knowledge-wise? You know, how how can I get better? And then, of course, I pass that along to both of my, my girls. Um, but and, and as well to um, another mentor group that I mentor within uh, Small Bridges Inspires Inc. I mentor um, 25 girls within that group. Um, so I pass that knowledge on to them too. But I'm always trying to see what can I learn that can take me and my business um, higher. What, uh, what can I learn to make my community better? Mm-hmm. What can I learn to make my kids better? Um, and I do um, things for business um, and as well as uh, self-help. So I look at a lot of self-help um, and read a lot of self-help books um, so that I can have a strong family and strong marriage. So I um, read a lot of, you know, self books like that. So self, business, community, that's all what I'm about. Um, so I'm a uh, Christian, so, you know, I always got the good book that Absolutely. I read. But, you know, um, but that's that's what it, investing in yourself means to me. Absolutely. Well, I mm-hmm. want to thank you, ladies, again, Ms. Simone and Ms. Erica. Thank you, ladies, for joining us on the Cross the Line podcast for this tour um, down here in Jacksonville. We've had a lot of fun. Um, this has been a great adventure for us. I, I enjoy when people say, stop me and say, man, where y'all going to next? I'm like, man, we, we headed down to Jacksonville. We on the road. I had my first chance to fly on a plane. So it, it's been a great experience. We enjoyed it. Um, Simone, you were just a, a gem to our community. Mom, keep doing you, the great job that you ha- are doing. Thank you. Um, this is amazing to see a, a young entrepreneur um, successful and doing things that she loves doing. And you pushing her in that right direction and encouraging her. So I, I love to see it. And I, I want to. I love to see how young entrepreneurs are start starting at an earlier age. Um, mm-hmm. I wish I would have done the same thing, but you guys are doing an amazing job and, and keep doing a great work job. Um, before we get out of here, can you please tell everyone how to find you on social media or any advice that you want to give to people? Um, any advice? Remember, remember, remember. Just dream the impossible dream and never give up. And you can follow me on all social medias at GoddessFoodJacks at G-O-D-D-E-S-S-F-O-O-D-J-A-X. If you want to get any of my products, my website is www.goddessfoodfactory.com. My YouTube, I have like all different types of baking videos on there, story times, pieces of advice, like all cool videos. Um, and my YouTube is Goddess Food Factory, G-O-D-D-E-S-S-F-O-O-D-F-A-C-T-O-R-Y. And my email is info at goddessfoodfactory.com. And I know my mom was saying, oh, she was like, she tried to sneak it in. I was like, you know, sneak it in a second. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but, you know, we have to represent Jacksonville because it's a lot of people who are doing great things mm-hmm. that a lot of people may not know about. It's a lot of kids with big big talents here in Jacksonville, Florida. So we just got to shout it out for the one time. Well, we got to make him do it, too. Oh, okay. going to okay. say Duval. Okay, Duval. Okay. On three, on three. One, two, one, one, two, two three. three. Duval! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. I want to thank you, ladies, again. This has been so much fun. If anybody misses the interview, make sure you go back and check it out on Amazon Music, Spotify, Pandora, uh, iHeartRadio. Um, also, you can check it out on SoundCloud or on my website, carloskcsmith.com. So, hopefully... I did. Oh, did you? 
I would ask her that she get okay. okay. <laughs> Making sure we had everything plugged in. But hopefully everybody enjoyed this episode. Until next time, this is Cross the Line Podcast, Self Investment Tour. Keep chasing your dreams and thank you for listening.